0: To instructions touch if you like' welcome welcome to cam blues bout business MMA podcast featuring Lou feero a production of greenrollmedia.com the world's premier sports betting podcast network rooted in fabulous Las Vegas Nevada 100 100%, 100% Netflix! Now, it's Fight Weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event, you ready? Bring it Come on. Come on. and he's all about business, Lou Carroll Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the UFC Fight Night Orlando version of Blue's about business podcast first order of business as always to thank the many loyal listeners throughout the 14 to 17 varying countries that listen to us week in and week out. We're flattered and we're working hard for you. In 2022, three events remain and thus far in 2022, UFC favorites are running 285, 132, and 9. 67%. That's about 4% higher than is standard for a UFC year. Bow Business Podcast chucking along at 103,127 minus 7.16 units. And that's 230 selections so far this year. I can assure you that next year in 2023 on the Bow Business Podcast, we will not come close to 185 selections. I believe that the amount of selections is getting away from me a little bit, and I think I'd like to reduce the amount. The goal with these three remaining fight cards is to squeeze as much profit as we could possibly squeeze out of each card and end up the year wherever we ended up. Listen, we're running a business here, and our record is what our record states, and right now we're losing a little bit or roi about three percent negative let's see what we can do about changing that around and so with that in mind we'll begin this week's card but before we do let's review the one future that we have as well as another one we will add next week december 10th ufc 282 rolls around a couple weeks ago driscus Duplessis. Minus 135 was released. He fights Englishman Darren Till. That fight is next week. I'll have a full breakdown then. The 135 showing a little value as currently it's minus 148 for Duplessis. Still an acceptable price for listeners today to take advantage of. Also, we will add another future on that same card, UFC 282, next week. And that is a fight between Ilya Tapuria, minus 155, minus 160, and Bryce Mitchell, currently priced, plus 135. We will take the longer, taller Mitchell, plus 135, and we'll explain and do a detailed breakdown next week. So those are the two futures we currently have riding. The original round one today was the Cortez-Ribas fight. However, Tracy Cortez fell ill, went to the hospital. That fight's canceled. Round one now becomes the lightweight fight between Hot Sauce Scott Holtzman and Clay the Carpenter Guida. Very interesting fight here. Holtzman 39, Guida 40 plus. Holtzman going to be two inches taller. He's an athletic guy, used to play hockey, chiseled out of stone, primarily a striker, okay in the clinch, but he has very little wrestling, no wrestling takedown defense whatsoever. He's fought some good fighters and really had partially retired. In fact, I was in Phoenix at the MMA lab for his induction into the MMA lab hall of fame when we all thought he had retired. Apparently, he has not. He hasn't fought since April of 2021. And he's in there against a guy in Guida who we know what Guida is. He's a Tasmanian devil. He's full of energy. He has unending cardio. He's a constant wrestling grinding maniac. Though he's gotten away from wrestling in recent fights because he's become more well rounded, I look for him to really rely on wrestling in this fight oh by the way guida hails from florida this fight's in orlando florida i really like how busy guida is the fact that he's been fighting recently this is his 27th ufc bout this line open Holtsman minus 200 now Holtsman is minus 170 or so we're losing a little on guida he opened plus 165 175 but the take back now guida plus 145 that is round one's release now let's move into round two <laughs> round two we're gonna go to the welterweights nico price philip Rowe. Rowe is a huge welterweight not only is he a huge welterweight when he makes weight he's a huger welterweight when he misses the weight by two and a half pounds which is what he did today This guy is a monster. Three inches taller than Price. Four-inch reach advantage, two inches with his legs. Roe is dangerous, but he's green. Three UFC fights. Meanwhile, Price, a crazy man. He's very well-rounded and has worked himself into that condition. He's reckless, however, and he's used to really being the longer, taller fighter in the octagon. That'll be switched against this fight with while price is busy and he's going to take the fight right to row he's got a history of taking damage low iq and he goes in there fists a flying chin raised up i think this is a bad spot for nico price i think he's just taken too much wear and tear and earlier this week on the vsin digital magazine I released Philip Rowe, minus 120. You can still find him, plus 120 on various outlets. Round two, Philip Rowe, plus 120. Now let's move into round three. (laughs) Round three, middleweight fight. On the main card, Jack the Joker Hermanson, Roman Dolizzi. Great fight here. Hermanson opens minus 150 to a minus 130. And there's been a little action on the Hermanson side as he's now minus 185 or minus 190. Hermanson is surely the man here. Both are 34, but he's the man that is long on experience in the UFC. He's been in with a much more high caliber, elite level fighter. He's fought the who's who and in this situation cage size being of the larger type is going to really be an advantage to Hermanson. His last fight he beat Chris Curtis by using distance, frustrating Curtis with jabs and strikes, pitter-pattering his way around and making Curtis frustrated and therefore a little bit reckless and rough as he rushed in. That's gonna be the exact same plan against Dolidze, who, oh, by the way, trains with Chris Curtis. Dolizze is a very aggressive banger, and he's a capable grappler. And while he may have a little advantage over Hermanson on the feet with power, he won't with range as well. I look for Hermanson to be a completely dominant wrestler grappler should they get against the cage and onto the floor. Deleze enters this fight with a lot of recency factor, especially understanding that he just rolled right through Hawes and Dawkus on his way here, but he takes a huge step up in this fight. Round three, Jack Hermanson, and we're laying the wood here, minus 185 to win 100 on Jack Hermanson in round three. Now let's roll right into round four. (laughs) Round four, the big boys. Tai Tuivasa, Sergei Pavlovich. Two lefties. You get two lefties fighting, you always get a great fight because it's odd. You get two lefty heavyweights fighting, and it could be lights out early. Especially understanding this guy Pavlovich, if you look at him, he's chiseled out of marble. The guy's a monster. And in this fight, he's going to be an inch taller, have an eight-inch reach advantage, six inches with his legs. Now, the key with Pavlovich, he's got great power, but in his debut fight against Alistair Overeem, Overeem was able to touch him up and put him out. So he can get taken. Clearly, he's evolved and improved rapidly to get this fight against top five talent, Tai Tuivasa. Tuivasa has much more UFC experience. This is his second stint in the UFC. And in this second stint, he's proven to be very durable game and live. And in fact, the only loss he's incurred in that second stint was to Cyril Ghosn some months ago and he was finished. And that's about the only reservation I have with Ty here is that he's rushing back four or five months after a knockout And I think he's kind of doing it for pay, plus ties of happy-go-lucky guy to begin with. Pavlovich, for his part, has never been out of the first round as a professional. Well, that stops right here, okay? Pavlovich is stepping way up in competition. Tuivasa just went three rounds, almost a full three with Cyril gone. I don't think Pavlovich is just going to go out there and destroy Tuivasa on the same hand, I don't know if I've got enough fortitude to take Tuivasa based on the fact that he's coming back so quick. So here's the compromise in round four. Fight to start round two plus 115. Pavlovich may win this fight, but I think it's going to take him outside of one. And we know to Tuivasa in his mind, his coaches as well, they know this take this guy into the second round and have your way with him. The Mark Hunt tied to Ivasa process of fighting is to be able with that granite head to endure an onslaught from an opponent in the first round. Then when he's tuckered out, go out and finish him. That's exactly what I look to have happen here. Round four, heavyweight fight, starts round two, plus 115. Now we'll move into the main event, round five. (laughs) Round five, Steven Wonderboy Thompson, Kevin Holland, both stand-up guys. Neither one can wrestle a lick. They may tell you they can, especially Holland, because he's mouthy, but he can't. And the good news here is when these guys have to face wrestlers, grapplers, they both struggle mightily. The good news here, neither one of these two guys is going to shoot on the other unless someone gets hurt. Holland, nine years younger, three inches taller, six inch reach advantage. The size difference for Holland over Thompson is huge as Holland has moved from 185 to 170. And like the price fight, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's used to being the longer, taller, rangier fighter in the octagon. Now, with both of these guys fighting in stand-up wars, Holland's going to press the fight and try and use his power to get to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson will be the sure beneficiary of the larger cage. He's the one with the cleaner, more deft footwork. He's the one that's the more brilliant fluid counterpuncher. He's the slicker, more fluid fighter, period. The cat and mouse here will be, can Holland withstand the volume Steven Wonderboy Thompson's going to lay on him in those first three rounds to get past two and a half or three? If he then can get this fight into those championship rounds, will he be able to touch a 39-year-old Steven Wonderboy Thompson? There's our cat and mouse. Last weekend, when everybody was watching football and eating turkey, this fight, the lines broke and it broke. Holland minus 110, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson minus 110. More importantly, the total came out at DraftKings two and a half rounds, minus 130 to the over. Nowhere in the market today can you find that line because it was a mistake. As soon as it came out, I went on TikTok as well as Twitter to announce an official release. Of Kevin Holland, Steven Wonderboy Thompson over two and a half rounds minus 130. It was a mistake. Somebody at DraftKings was falling asleep either thinking this was a three-round fight or whatever. That's not my problem, but it was publicized and people had a chance to bet it, and that is the release. Currently, the over-under in that fight is four and a half, shaded at minus one eighty to the under. I have all kinds of options to play middles here. fight doesn't go to the distance, minus 200, under the four and a half, I have those options. But I'm gonna be a pig and I'm gonna eat as much of the over two and a half minus 130 as I can because this game's all about advantage. Those of you that weren't able to get the release, all I can say is please try and follow me on social and or on Twitter as well, In about two months, the gamblu.com webpage will be back up, and you can always refer there for any early releases. Round five, Holland Thompson over two and a half, minus 130. Five rounds of action. Let's see if we can squeeze out a little bit of profit, create some momentum for ourselves for the next two fight cards that are coming up next week on the 10th, and then finally December 17th before we take a break into the middle of January. Wishing everybody good luck at the fights. Thank you for listening. And here we go. Boom. That's it. That is it. Unbelievable. That was insane. You've been locked into Gamble's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finnecaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. of all the, the superlatives. That hand is ridiculous! Oh my goodness!